Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time for another hour of your favorite sports gambling show. What is this going to be? Moneyline. With the two best hosts to ever do it. I love my contract. Love my teammates. Uh, Donnie Wrightside. Do what the Sixers did, Charlotte. Just just win seven games a year for four years. Eventually, you'll find somebody, and you'll be on the upswing again if it works out in your favor. And Kevin Walsh. Let me tell you how crazy talented the NBA is right now. I'm not even oh. trying to get into a debate. He's not even the most talented offensive big man in the NBA right now, in my honest opinion. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Oh, yeah, it's a Wednesday afternoon. It's hump day right here on the Sports Grid Network. It's your boy Donnie Wright's side. And for the next hour, I got you covered right here on Moneyline. A solo mission, but a lot of hot topics to hit and have some fun with today. Just to set the table, uh, in just a few moments, we're going to go over the NFLPA's report card, which means the players themselves grade the franchises in a multitude of topics like treatment of families, food and cafeteria, nutritionalist, locker room conditions, training room conditions. Oh, yeah, we're going to get down to it because they've been rated just like you were back in middle school, people. A's all the way down to F's. Some teams will surprise you. Some teams won't surprise you one bit. We'll get into that in just a little bit, but a huge college basketball card today we're going to take a look at as well and have some fun with, get some wagers in. 2-0 yesterday for me on the college basketball card. Picked up a win on the Pelicans in the NBA, so life was good for Donnie Wright's side yesterday. Let's continue the good vibes and have some fun. And as you people know, it's a leap year in the month of February. Typically February, 28 days. Not this year. There's 29 days. So we have to wait one more day before we get to March and put on those dancing shoes for March Madness. Friday, by the way, is March. Let me just check in here because I want to make sure. Uh, Conference, I'm just typing this in right now. Championship week here in college basketball. Let's see. Because I want to make sure... um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this quickly. I might have to wait till the break here, but I'm pretty sure next week, if JP's behind the scenes can check it out, when college basketball tournaments officially start, the conference tournaments, I want to say like next Wednesday, next Thursday, something in that range, like the mid-majors start to tip it off, the lower level, like the NEC and stuff like that, getting the party started before we get to the big boys the following week. But I'm pretty sure we are going to get conference basketball midweek next week, which is awesome because to me, that is the official start of March Madness in the conference tournaments. I love to bet them, have fun with them, and also can set you up here on the right side. If you get a team that's hot, you can make some money in the conference tournament. If you get a team that's hot in the conference tournament, you can make some money with them right into the big dance of 68 teams. Now, I did see something come across my screen over the past couple minutes. It's from the FanDuel Sportsbook. Love using the FanDuel Sportsbook. Use it quite often. And, of course, as you guys know, the early on in the morning is sponsored by FanDuel. I've been saying this now for, I don't know, at least three weeks. One of the teams that I am watching out for in March Madness to do some damage is Kentucky. As you guys know, they won on Saturday in a big-time win over Alabama. They won yesterday by coming back against Mississippi State on the road, which was the perfect letdown spot. A ranked team versus an unranked team. The ranked team is at home. They're favored, and they were up close to double digits at the break, but Kentucky with a sensational second half. Now, as I say that, the FanDuel Sportsbook puts out a tweet. This was roughly 10 minutes ago, and the tweet says as follows, people. The public 
is all in on Kentucky at a 30 to 1 price to win the NCAA tournament. They list 25% of the overall handle and also two times more bets and handle than any other team. March is coming at John Rolfstein, it says the tweet. So what do I do with that, people, right? Because, again, I, I knew I wasn't just taking a look at a basketball team nobody was taking a look at. But does that ever affect your betting strategies out there? Because technically it shouldn't. Like, you should know what you like and dislike and what you find. And the one thing we do now about Kentucky is ultra-talented but can be ultra-inconsistent. And as you know in March Madness, once you make the tournament, you got to win six basketball games against very good competition and you can't obviously afford any losses because it's one and done in the tournament. You lose one, you're gone. But the fact that Kentucky, which I was rooting for them to lose to Alabama, and then subsequently rooting for them to absolutely lose again last night to Mississippi State, and they didn't. Now, granted, their odds did not drop after that win last night, which I thought was kind of interesting. But the fact of the matter is they're so heavily favored now in the public's eyes. And yes, I am part of the betting public. Do I want to consider myself a sharp and I know more than you? No. I'll do the same type of handicapping everybody else talks about at this point here, right? So I just get a little bit nervous. I do. Because I like Kentucky. I think I want them to be one of my, you know, prop bets that I put in as a chance to win it. Maybe you take a lower-seeded team that you figure it's going to be. Purdue, if you think, can make a run. Maybe a Houston at that point, if you think they can make a run, right? Some of those front-running teams. But usually for me, I want to say to myself, and it worked last year perfectly, one of my prop bets was UConn at 25-1 to to win the national championship, right? So it's like, okay, that's that range you want to get into. Now, if you trust Connecticut, very good. As I said, Houston and Purdue, fantastic. But you're only getting plus 500, plus 700, plus 750 in that range. That next tier of teams, right? Arizona, Tennessee, North Carolina, Marquette, Auburn, Duke, all very good basketball teams. But I would like them at a lower price point there to take. So that's why you start to gravitate to teams 25, 30, 35 to 1. Legitimate basketball teams with a chance to make a run. Now, I've been eyeing Kentucky, as I told you, you for a while sitting there at that 30 to 1 price it's still appetizing and you know what i'm probably still going to take it but the fact that we see the FanDuel sports it was like hey donnie you ain't the only one that thinks you're going to load up on the kentucky wildcats to make a run here at 30 to 1 another team that has my attention as well and while we're on the same topic granted we got a lot of hot topics to talk about i cannot wait to get into that college basketball card and also after the break rip some of these football teams in the nfl who don't treat their families and their players with a lot of respect out here people i don't know illinois 35 to 1 that doesn't do much for me alabama 25 to 1 doesn't do much for me here kansas at 40 to 1 nope they lost to byu yesterday the teams that have interest to me like creighton's got a big game tonight against seton hall let me see how they do kentucky at 30 to 1 i gotta tell you though baylor is starting to get on my radar at 40 to 1 they have the ability to knock down the three-point shot which is key and play decent defense, and sort of sharpen that knife all season long in the Big 12 so you know they're going to be battle-tested. Florida Gators, talented as all get out, very inconsistent as well, but that's a 55-1 to price. You saw BYU go into Kansas last night to, to the fog. They haven't lost at home yet this year, Kansas. Oh, yeah, BYU toppled them with a big second half and also cashing my team total over 74 and a half and route to a game where they scored, get this, 76 points. So we hit that one. But those are the teams I'm interested in. Also, of course, a lot of things will change. There's, what, three, four games left in some of these, you know, marquee conferences, the Power Fives. Then you get in the conference championship week, and we'll see what's what. But I do like, I'm not, I think I'm going to take a team off of that top line, though. I just haven't figured out which team is going to make the most sense for me. UConn, Houston, and Purdue, just as a front runner. But then I'm going to start picketing off the Marquettes of the world, 20 to 1. Creighton, 30 to 1. Kentucky, 30 to 1. Baylor, 40 to 1. Get my drift here. March is coming, people. You better be ready because the dance starts in just about a week, baby. Can't wait for it. Come on back. It's Money Line. Stop. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, yeah. Right back out of here on a solo mission on a Wednesday afternoon edition of Moneyline. We'll get to college basketball. We'll get to professional basketball in just a bit here. But you guys know what I want to talk about here. It's the NFL player team report cards for 2024 that are out. You know what that means? The players vote anonymously about their own football teams. Put them in a positive light. Put them in a bad light. Yeah, we love it all. We do. So let's get started here because the category I want to talk about, and we're going to click on some of these teams just to sort of out them, right? Treatment of families. We'll get started there, which means, again, let's just say you're in a meeting. I believe the voting took place late October, early November, somewhere in that range in the NFL, which everybody who sits in that meeting room, the NFLPA, whoever your team associate is who represents the NFLPA, hands out, I guess, a flyer. Hey, guys, take a minute to fill, to, uh, fill this out. Treatment of families, food and cafeteria, excuse me, food and cafeteria, nutritionalist, dietitian, locker room, training room, training staff, weight room. Let me slide this over because it's not formatted correctly here. So where do we leave off? Weight room, uh, strength coaches, team travel, head coach, and owner were the topics here. So you could give them a rating, right? I guess A, B, C, D, F. And also you can list the pluses and the minuses. You get the point here. Treatment of families. So when you take a look and say, what actually is the treatment of families? It's typically here where you're saying, okay, um, on game day, do we have facilities for kids, the players' kids? Can they come? Do they have like a you know little area you drop your kids off for almost like a daycare? Now, granted, it's not the same as your daycare that you would say, okay, yeah, you work at 9 to 5. Mom drops the kid off at 8.45 and comes picks them up at 5, right? It's probably for a family member who has children, who is maybe the wife of a player on the team, girlfriend, you know, mom came to the game with Grant. You you get the picture here, right? Where they have an area where it's like, you know what, I want to concentrate on the football game. I want to watch my husband play, my boyfriend play, uh, but I have two three-year-olds, and I can't really sit them in a seat here. So do you have a place at the facility to drop them off? Things like that. And also, probably what you have in the essence of, are you charging the family members for tickets? Are you treating the family members right on game day? If they are calling in and say, hey, you know what? Um, my son plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't live in Philadelphia, but I live in Nashville. I see you're playing the Titans this year. Can I get a couple of tickets here to the game? And they tell you, sure. Or they say, oh, of course you can. Uh, $120 plus tax face value. Uh, send the money in and we'll get you those tickets out. You get the point there? The Minnesota Vikings, the only team in the NFL with a perfect A rating on the treatment of families here. So if I click on the Minnesota Vikings, let me see if it actually breaks down. The treatment of families. Let me see here. Okay. Uh, A, they got, and some of the comments were, they provide a family room at the stadium and provide daycare on game day. So see that? That's what they liked about that. They thought that made some sense. And also, now as we trickle down the teams that don't treat family very well, and we go in like that C range, the Atlanta Falcons, New York Giants, Seattle Seahawks, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Now hold on. The Eagles are my boys here. So what are we looking at here on this? Let me see here. What are the treatment of families? Okay. They got a C, which is 16th, right dead in the middle. They provide a family room at the stadium. It says they are one of 11 teams that do not provide free on-site daycare to the players' families. 
They do provide a room for child care, but each player must supply the child care themselves, which means you got to bring your nanny with you. Uh, and also, the top change players feel would improve the treatment of families is upgrading the daycare offered on game day to match the offering of both teams around the NFL. So I guess the Eagles players are very upset that when we come to the football game on Sundays, we got to provide our own health care, or health care, excuse me, child care at that point, and they want those facilities upgraded. Reasonable demands, keep in mind. Most of these guys are millionaires. What are they doing at this point? Obviously, they can't provide their own health care or they need a daycare at the stadium. I understand it, but granted, these players live in different lives than we are. But here's the ones that I like. One, two, three, four, five, six teams, people. Six teams have an F rating to F minus on how they treat family members. Those teams are as followed. The Los Angeles Chargers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, both got Fs for this category. F minuses, the New England Patriots, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Washington Commanders, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Washington just changed ownership here, so we'll see if that actually improves. But let me see. The Pittsburgh Steelers' treatment of families is an F-, and it looks like there's four bullet points in here, and they're angry the same way the Eagles are, but it must be a disaster. It says they are only one of four teams that do not offer either a family room or a daycare at the stadium. So they're upset about that, where you don't even have a room to bring your kids there on game day. Steelers aren't happy about that. Now, you know one team I do love to bang on all the time. Forget about the New England Patriots who got an F-minus, which I think is kind of funny as well. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals got an F-minus for treatment of their own players' families. Let's take a look at what they have here. Oh, here we go. Here, this is good. 30 seconds. They actually were the, the last ranked team on treatment of fa- Think about that, though, right? Like you preached, like, hey, we're a family, we're a brotherhood. And you just don't treat the family members right? All right, here we go as follows here. The F-minus for the Cincinnati Bengals right now. They're one of 12 teams that do not provide their players' families with a family room at the stadium. So, again, you're on your own. You got a young kid? He's going to be sitting out there in the freezing cold. So be it here. says, also, they are one of seven teams that do not provide daycare support for players' children on game day. Again. Players get upset about this, apparently. Another one, they are one of the only they are one of only four teams that do not offer either a family room or daycare. So there's nothing at all there, quite frankly, for the family members and childcare, anything like that. And it says also in another bullet point, and these guess probably add-ins by the players. There isn't much being done well by the team. The players want most want look, this is a misprint. The players want what most other teams have. And they listed four more bullet points here. The players of the Bengals want a family room to get their loved ones out of the cold. Daycare on game days for their kids. Somewhere better than a tent outside for families to gather after the game. And also, a point of contact for their families. Players report that their families find it hard to get information as there is no clear point of contact to reach out with any questions. Probably because the Bengals don't want to pay anybody to actually give that information out. All right, so that's always a good one. Food and cafeteria, where should we go next? Food, cafeteria, nutritionists, I don't care about that. Locker room, so be it. Training room, training staff, no. Why don't we go to food? Why don't we see who's actually treating their players right here? Four teams, people, in the NFL got an A or an A- minus for their cafeterias and food. The Miami Dolphins, A. The Philadelphia Eagles, A. The San Francisco 49ers, A-, minus. Houston Texans, A-. minus. So if we take a team like the Miami Dolphins, right, and we find out what the players actually liked here with the cafeteria, they rank number one overall in food taste. That's important, right? Come on, man. The fastest way to your player's heart is through their stomach. And I granted, I understand. Take away the wallet, right? Take away the high pay, high pay that they all want. Give them good food that tastes good at the training table. Love that. They rank number two in overall food freshness. And also, multiple players made it a point to give credit to the staff in the cafeteria. They think the food service staff is tremendous. Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love that? Showing up to work. Many of you right now might be listening in a cubicle, in an office, in a car. Maybe you just ate at the compound of wherever you work. 
Don't you love it when you go down there at lunch? Like, you know what, man? This place makes some pretty good lunch. Decent prices on this. You know, I can eat, get back up to my desk, feel good about the rest of the day, and get on with it. And then there's people out there listening right now that go, my cafeteria at my place of work is horrendous. Boy, I wish I could just get a slice of pizza, a decent made sandwich down here. Maybe a grilled cheese. How about some French fries? A nice cold drink. We don't have any of that. Just terrible food, and they expect us to eat here. The prices are high. Then I got to go back to work. We feel you. I've been at companies that actually had some very good cafeteria services that you can eat with here. But how about that? That's just a little taste of the Miami Dolphins now. You know we like to swing it to the opposite side. We're coming up on a break right now. Let's talk about some of the teams that offer their players horrendous food with no taste and no value. And on some days, weren't even serving their football players' food. Outrageous in the billion-dollar landscape of the NFL. It's Donnie Wrightside solo mission on Moneyline. I'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We got some college basketball and NBA handicapping to get to in just a little bit, but I did want to finish up here having some fun with the NFLPA report on what they deemed as very good and very bad with each NFL team. And granted, we're not going to go over every column here, but I do like the treatment of families. I get a kick out of that, but also B, I love to see the food arguments because everybody loves food, right? We love food. Who doesn't like going out to a nice steak dinner? Having a pizza ready to go. Starving. Maybe you go to your favorite fast food restaurant. Maybe it's McDonald's. Maybe it's Chick-fil-A. You know, maybe it's Payway. Maybe it's out here, little Panda Express, right? Chipotle action. Mickey D's. Come on, man. I frequent all those places here. Get one meal a day. I got to make it, make it happen. The one thing I do not tolerate is when I get my only meal of the day and it doesn't taste so good. Yeah, that's anger here. But how could you treat your own football team here with anger? Did you know? There's three teams in the NFL that got an F or an F minus for food. Think about that. Think about this. Now, granted, some of us can be food snobs at time. I get it. But it's really hard to mess up the training table, right, at an NFL facility. Like, you're basically... I know how some of these days work. Every once in a while they have the, the junk food Fridays and the pizzas and the cheesesteaks, right? I get all that stuff. But usually it's like, man, where can I just get some lean meat, right? Give me a nice steak. Give me some fresh vegetables, a salad. Give me a nice assortment. Don't just feed me the same thing every day. Let me get some chicken here, maybe some ribs on this day. You see what I'm getting at? Well, you know what? I just worked hard today. Boy, I had a tough Sunday. I'm going to come in on Monday, watch a little film. Let me grab something to eat here after my lift. And I just like want something that's good, something healthy, something tasty, something that could put my mind at ease. And the fact that three teams got Fs, which, again, do you know the three teams that got Fs here? The New Orleans Saints, F. The Los Angeles Chargers, F. 
the only F-minus in the NFL was voted on. No surprise here. The cheap Bengals got an F-minus for food. Think about that. Keeping your players healthy, fit, and happy during the season should be the easiest thing to do by going, you know what? Let's get some good food in here for the boys. Now let's go to the Bengals team page of where they got voted as the worst team in the NFL. By the way, the Bengals got three F-minuses. Treatment of families, horrendous. Great way to keep your players happy. Food and cafeteria, F-minus. Dead last in the NFL. Nutritionalist, or nutritionist, dietitian, F-minus. So I don't know if they're just, is it soggy french fries and day-old burgers? What are we doing here? Let's take a look here at why the F-minus came in on the Cincinnati Bengals. It says, as an improvement from last year, the team decided to offer dinner to players once a week, which was on Wednesday. (laughs) Think about that. I want you to think about this, guys, right? The NFL, like, again, even with, like, coaches, right, they sleep in their offices. Now, the players don't necessarily do that, right? But you see, like, the life of a quarterback in the NFL, which starts before the sun comes up and probably ends way after the sun goes down, which means quarterbacks. I'm just using quarterbacks as because I know a lot of other positions certainly work, work just equally as hard, if not maybe harder. But you come in in the morning, right? You want to get some breakfast at the facility. Great, fantastic. Let me get some things. Maybe a snack before you guys hit the practice field. Then maybe get a lift in. You want your lunch after that. You know, a nice healthy meal. And then you're going to go watch film with the coach. It's 4.30. It's 5.30. It's 6 o'clock. Maybe it's a Thursday night. You know, you got the practice reports here. You just want to get that extra film work. Hey, Coach Sirianni. Hey, Coach Belichick. You know, hey, Coach Zach Taylor, right, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Hey, you know what? Let's hit the cafeteria for a little bit of dinner here, bring it back up to the room, and we'll watch some film together. Isn't that nice? Isn't that what your players would want? Treat them good? So also, the other bullet points from the Cincinnati Bengals. 30th overall in food taste. Think about that. Think about that. It's one thing. It's like, hey, you know what? We don't get a lot of meals here at the facility. But when they do feed us one, man, it's filet mignon, it's great chicken, it's great pastas, very healthy smoothies, fresh fruit, fresh salad. It's a really good meal. They're basically telling you right there that there is absolute bland taste as if they're getting knockoff food, right? USDA beef, no. They're getting beef from, I don't know, Venezuela. Who knows what they're doing? But how about this? Ranked 31st in food freshness. Think about that once again. We've all been there out to eat. Let's just take a restaurant that you like, right? And forget about the main course, which you obviously always expect to be really good. I'm going to pay a lot for a steak, some lobsters, some seafood. Take that out of the equation. Don't you know, like, and again, the people that eat salads, which most of us probably listening do when you go out to dinner, right? Because that's typically, hey, you got the salad bar. We're going to bring you a salad, a wedge salad, a little blue cheese on there, you know, something fresh. I love wedge salads. But can you imagine if you went out to a place and they just gave you like a dry, terrible dressing, rotting sort of salad, right? Just freshness. It's not hard to ask for freshness here. So the Bengals are saying not only is our food terrible to the taste, the food freshness is bad as if it's like four-day-old produce that is already spoiled. Next for the Bengals, they only provide three meals a day on Wednesdays. One of the two teams that does not provide three meals a day throughout the week. What is up with that? So only one day a week. It's, it's, it's amazing. These are billion-dollar enterprises, which their prized possessions are their players, keeping them healthy not hungry and happy should be the easiest thing you do to help them get started on maybe a championship run. Right? Also, they do not open their cafeteria on the off day, even though players come in for extra work on that day. So so what does that mean? That doesn't make any sense. Let's just go with a typical NFL week, right? Usually you play on Sunday, right? 
You come in on Monday, you see the trainer, you watch some film, you catch up to date on what the next opponent's going to be. Tuesdays in the NFL are your off days. Now, the players can do whatever they want, which includes, hey, you know what? We got the Chiefs this week. I want to make sure I'm on my P's and Q's. I'm going to get a good morning sleep here. I'm going to head down to the facility. I want to get a workout in, but I want to watch some film. Tough scene, man. Tough scene. Don't open the cafeteria on a Tuesday so I can't eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner at the facility? Come on. Now, granted, most well, just Uber eats foods, which I'm sure they do. But still, if you know your brethren around the NFL are getting three good meals a day, even on the day off day, you want to know why you're not getting that here. It says the players want most from what the other teams have, which is exactly what I was just saying. One, three meals a day. Two, the cafeteria to be open and operating on the player's day off. But that's the cheap-ass Bengals out here, man. They've always been notoriously cheap. I remember back in the days of the stories that would pop out about the Bengals where you had to pay for your own socks. I mean, how crazy is that at that point here? But those are the teams way, way down on the list now. Before we end up this segment and get to some basketball handicapping, which we'll do next here, I always love to look at this. The owner ranking, which means you don't have to put your name on this. This is anonymous. This is the way that you get back at your owner and try to embarrass them in public. Now, there's other categories like do we have a nice weight room? And uh, how about the team travel, which means the accommodations? Are we staying in five-star hotels? Are we getting you know, our own charter jumbo jet where everybody gets to lay out? Or are we squeezed in here to coach, right? A-plus, the only one in the NFL, Stephen Ross of the Miami Dolphins. Now, by the way, I believe the Miami Dolphins here, the highest-ranked team across the rankings, which means their owner cares about their players, gives them top-flight food, training staff, weight room, strength coaches, head coach, travel accommodations, and just overall, hey, I'm really happy to be an employee of this organization. But the owners, as I said, the A's, only one A. Philadelphia Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie, one A minus. San Francisco 49ers. So the A's, the Dolphins, the Eagles, and the 49ers, then we digress. So By the way, even Jerry Jones only got a B-flat. Not that great, Jerry. And you got Jerry where I thought you had the best facilities and all that stuff, only getting a B here. But let me go down. Actually, no, there might have been more A's in here. There is more A's in there. I apologize. I didn't reset it. We actually have close to 10 A's. Dolphins and the Vikings, highest grades. Then the Green Bay Packers, A. Denver Broncos, A. Jacksonville Jaguars, A. How about that, Chuck Conn? Shout out, Chuck Khan. Baltimore Ravens, A. Then there's a couple A-minuses thrown in there, but let's get down low. Let's get down low. You ready for the ownership groups that got the lowest grades on the totem pole? The Pittsburgh Steelers, F. The Arizona Cardinals and the Buildwell family, who've been notoriously cheap and terrible owners, straight up F. How about this one? Are you ready for this, people? When you look around the NFL and you say to yourself, what is a franchise that you think is succeeding at every single level they can? How about teams that win championships? How about teams that are back-to-back Super Bowl champions? How about teams that are looking to go for three-peats here? The Kansas City Chiefs owner, Clark Hunt, as an owner grade, F minus F minus. I didn't see that one coming, to be honest. Like, you want to get mad at your owner? Maybe a C, maybe a C minus. An F minus. Is that like, I would love to see what Pat, like, what did Patrick Mahomes write down? Did he really go F minus? Did he really do that here? That would have been incredible. Clark Hunt received a rating of 4.9 out of 10 from Chiefs players when considering his willingness to invest in the facilities. F minus Clark Hunt. Goodness gracious. Let's get to some basketball next, people. It's Moneyline on a Wednesday afternoon right here on the Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Right back at it. Hot topics here in college basketball and the professional ranks, by the way, just put out here on X. Did you know, people, to get your dancing shoes on, Monday, March 4th, starts conference tournament week. That's the A-Sun getting underway, and then multiple conferences that same week getting, or excuse me, that same week later in the week getting underway. First rounds, quarterfinals, semifinals, sensational stuff, man. We are so, so close right now. The Big South, March 6th. The Big Ten then gets going, obviously, a week later. But a lot of tournaments underway next week. The CAA, who else is on here? The Horizon League. Let's just see that first week of March. Anybody else? The Northeast Bracket, that's the NEC. Uh, Ohio Valley. Patriot League gets started March 5th. So Monday gets it going and all the way through. We don't stop, people. We don't stop right through to the first week of April. Awesome, awesome stuff. Not this weekend, by the way, too. Next weekend, daylight saving. Get those days a little bit longer. The enjoyment goes up. Major League Baseball's into our life. It's fantastic times here. But we got some doings here in college basketball to hit today. Nice night last night. Team totals to the over coming in. BYU cashed in nicely. And the second one was Iowa's team total against Penn State. That one cashed in as well. We're taking a look at the card tonight. There are some very good basketball games. Auburn and Tennessee. St. John's at Butler. Alabama, Mississippi. Uh, who else we got here? Iowa State and Oklahoma. By the way, Iowa State, if they win their basketball game tonight, which they're favored to do so over Oklahoma, will get within, or back within, I should say, one game of Houston, which picked up a win yesterday. And by the way, I had a nice win yesterday, too. I took an alternate team total under on Cincinnati, which, again, Cincinnati had 17 points at the break and then blasted through that and scored into the 40s. But I was still able to stay under by five points in that game and matched it up also with the Pelicans just on the money line against the Knicks, which they blew the doors off of them in a very, very good spot at this point. So yesterday was good and fun. Seton Hall-Creighton, also another good game. But if we take a look at that game, uh, Tennessee and Auburn, you know, I like to have some fun because I do think the game stays under the total, 151.5. Also took a parlay as one of the first legs to take an alternate under in this game of 160.5 points. Matched it up with something I'll go over just a little bit later. But the reason I like this is you are going to get tempo in this game. That's still a high number in college basketball, something, anything in the 150s. It means they really got to get after it. But Tennessee's efficiency rank in SEC play is number two overall in defense. Auburn, number one overall in defense. So you got two teams that really like to defend. Uh, also really like to turn the other team over. Tennessee's defensive rank, number one, 18% of the possessions that they play on defense and then a turnover, which is really good. So it's actually 18.4. You know who's right behind them? Auburn people. 18.1% of the time they will turn you over, which is fantastic. Now, if we're taking a look at defending the three-point line, they both do it fairly well. Auburn, number one in conference play. Tennessee, number five. Defending inside the arc. Tennessee's defense, number two in conference play. Auburn's defense, number one in conference play. So I do like the way this sets up at this point here and again. Can they go over? Of course they can. I'm just looking at this as a big game in the SEC. I just need an average shooting night. Let these defenses do their work and see what we can do. Also, what we just need to do is, yes, be simple here. Keep that tempo a little bit lower than what we like to see. A little bit less shots down there in Knoxville tonight. And I think that game comes in under the total. If we're taking a look at another few games here, Alabama and Mississippi is a very interesting game as well. Let me just see if I have the... Uh, 
updated numbers on this. Let's see. Auburn, Tennessee, 151.5, so still sitting in that same range. All Alabama and Mississippi is 166.5. Favorite here for Mississippi, excuse me, favorite here for Alabama on the road. Five and a half points at most outlets here. So you know the tempo is going to be crazy. But if we're taking a look at what makes sense in this game, as we get to the phone lines in just a few moments here, Alabama's the number one most efficient offense here by a wide margin in the SEC. They love to shoot the three-point shot. However, Mississippi's defense isn't very good. Efficiency rating, 12 out of 14 teams in the SEC. So you figure Alabama should be able to score. But Alabama loves the three-point shot. Mississippi loves to chase you off that three-point line. Alabama, point distribution, 14th in conference play from inside the arc, which is dead last. Mississippi gives up the third most points in the SEC inside the arc. So see where I'm going here? They like to chase you off the three-point line, something you do well. They'll let you score two-point buckets, even though you don't like to do that. Vice versa, on the flip side, you do have a Mississippi offense, which does have a point distribution inside the arc of 51% of their points, which is third in conference play, matching up against Alabama's defense, which is fourth in conference at letting you score inside the arc. Just an interesting one. Maybe Mississippi can put Alabama on upset alert. Let's get to the phone lines. Have some fun. 844-843-6879. The Moose is loose on a Wednesday afternoon right here on the grid. What's up, Moose? I tell you what, um, you got my interest peaked, and I've got a few comments about this food idea. But before yes. I get into that, um, let's uh, let me throw you out my little uh, five leg parlay I've got. Tonight. Give me, yep. All right, so we're going to hit mm-hmm. uh, Edmonton Oilers puck line. All mm-hmm. right, and then basketball tonight. Oh, yes. But we're going over to the women's side. Okay, number two, Uh Ohio State playing that team up north. Okay, UConn, Mm -hmm. all right, playing Villanova. Got them. Gonzaga, have them. And then just kind of put everything up on top. All right, since it's going to be an an OHIO night tonight, I'm going to take the Dallas Mavericks. Because how about that half-court shot last night? Wasn't that Mm -hmm. something? All right. (laughs) Was. So, hey, let's let's get serious a little bit here right now. And Mm -hmm. and I heard um, a a little bit about your food comments and and the ratings. Yes. Donnie, how about this brainstorm idea? You have all of these NFL teams from all around the country, and you were a food guy. You still are. And what would it be or what would it take to do a series for Farm to Fresh at some of these special dinners? Meaning, okay, you have Cincinnati. They're a big German town. So you have a menu Mm -hmm. set out. New England, okay, Eastern town. So you have a seafood. Miami, seafood. Mm -hmm. Okay, Green Bay, brats. All right, and then you you form a partnership with the locals and you promote the farm to fresh idea and you bring the locals in where you can promote them through the team members. What I, I think that would be outstanding. I mean, New Orleans, you could put a, you could put a, a Cajun twist on it. Okay. Yep. You got some Carolina teams. How about some barbecue? Okay. And I'm not saying it's throughout, but maybe just like one side dish. Okay. So in the morning, okay, so the guys want to go upstairs and they do want to have a breakfast, so they want to have something, you know, uh, you know, a, a side of fruit and, and an egg and bagel, okay. Uh, but throw out some menus. I think the NFL could really capitalize if they maybe put something together where they would promote the community, farm to fresh, on the table. I'm not saying through the entire buffet or food line, but maybe they could promote one local small farmer because our small farmers are hurt, you know. No, it's um, a great that, idea. You know, I mean, okay, over in Pitt, or that team over in uh, Pennsylvania, okay, they have a sandwich over there, and I don't know if you ever had it, it was uh, from the Permani Brothers. And the Permani yeah. Brothers sandwich um, uh, originated from the warehouse district that was feeding the dock guys from the uh, early yep. 1900s where they were putting French fries on their sandwiches. You know, okay, Philly, mm-hmm. you have uh, a cheesesteak sandwich um, a day, but a little bit organization, some thought going into it, a menu, pre-plan it, farm to fresh, promote your locals, you know, and uh, I think it'd go over well with the players as well. You know? So, yeah. But, 
Anyways, you guys have a great day. Love the show. We'll talk to you later. I'm out of here. Awesome. There you go. Moose checking. He's right about that, too. I mean, it's so simple. Like, you can have the... You ever see some of these cafeterias? And again, I preface it by saying, maybe it's not on a high level as an NFL team's cafeteria, but there are certain stations there. Like, you can have one station where you rotate, like, on a day-to-day basis. Hey, this restaurant, this company, this local, you know, sourced product is coming in today. Try some of their food here. Get it on the side. Introduce them to new things. Keep that flavor high, because you know those businesses and those companies will be on their A-game knowing that they have players that are making in combined hundreds of millions of dollars might be able to spread that good word around here. Now, we do see a lot of these players eat very good throughout the week with personal chefs. They just like, hey, you know what? I got to go home to get a good meal. Like, I have terrible meals at my facility, and that never, ever, ever should be the case at that point here. So, again, interesting stuff here with the NFLPA voting on which owners are great, which places are great to work, and which places don't treat family members all that well. But getting back to the college basketball card tonight, going through. Uh, Interesting game here. Seton Hall and Creighton. Game's going to tip at 9 o'clock Fox Sports 1 tonight. You take a look at Seton Hall coming into the basketball game. Winners of five of six games. Creighton? Yeah. Lost to St. John's on Sunday and looking to bounce back here. They're at home. Obviously, we know teams play much better at home than they do on the road. But if we're looking for a total in this game, and I do think it does make some sense here, let me just see what the total is coming in at because, again, on the local sites here, for me, I don't get to see because apparently if I bet on Seton Hall, I might be able to influence the game here with me living in New Jersey. Creighton's a nine and a half point favorite. The total's one forty three and a half across the board. I do like the total excuse me, the total to go to the over. Now Seton Hall, there's eleven teams in the big east, right? Seton Hall's efficiency rating on offense is ninth out of eleven. Not good. They also turn the basketball over way, way too much. The good part about that, as I explained this morning on the early line, is Creighton doesn't turn you over. Matter of fact, they're dead last at turning you over in conference play. That should help out Seton Hall. Seton Hall doesn't give a damn, people, about the three-point line. Only 28.8% of their shots come from the three-point line. That's dead last in the Big East. Why is that good? Creighton is number one in conference play at not letting you shoot the three-point shot. So if Seton Hall goes, oh, you guys like to take away the three-point shot? Good. We don't take the three-point shot. So if we take a look at point distribution, Seton Hall, number two in conference play, 57% of their points come from inside the arc. You match that up with Creighton's defense, who is number one in conference play at giving up points inside the arc. That's a pretty good matchup for Seton Hall's offense. Now let's flip it over to Creighton here. Very efficient on offense, number two in conference play. If we take a look at them and say, where do they like to get down? Well, Creighton loves the three-point shot. So you go from Seton Hall, who can't stand shooting the three-point shot, to Creighton, who's number one in conference play at volume, which is 47% of their total shots come from three-point range. Seton Hall's defense, they'll let you shoot from three-point range. Eight in conference, eighth, I should say, in conference play at trying to chase you off of the line. Those points should be available there. So you got a good matchup for Seton Hall going up against a decent Creighton defense. Fits the mold. You also have a very good Creighton offense going up against a decent Seton Hall defense. And certainly, being able to get the three-point shot off, they'll be able to do that. And also, keeping an eye on here on Creighton, number one in conference play at shooting 59% as a team from inside the arc, which is incredible. So I do think there's a legitimate chance that this game can go over the total. The only problem is, here in New Jersey, I can't bet it. Over the total at this point. Tough scene, man. Tough scene sometimes. The one thing I do regret. Like, New Jersey is probably the best betting state of any of the 50 states here in the United States. So many apps. So many books to bet. But the fact that somebody's like, well, you know what? To keep it fair, uh, Donnie, you live uh, 25 miles from Temple. You can bet them all you want. But, Donna, you live 80 miles from Seton Hall. You can't bet them. You'd have a major influence over Seton Hall. Stop the madness here. We'll be right back. One final segment on today's episode of Moneyline. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Right back at it. One final segment here in the afternoon edition of Moneyline. Tomorrow, Kevin will be back on Thursday and for a Friday, which again is a non-football Friday. We're going to call it a college basketball Friday here coming in. Kevin will be off because he does game time decisions now from 11 to 1 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, I should say, Saturday and Sunday, and then three more times during the week. But it is an interesting basketball card overall tonight. NBA action, by the way, that we didn't get a chance to go over here. There are a lot of, I'm actually going to say there's a lot of basketball games tonight. That's wrong. Six basketball games total tonight. Pelicans and the Wizards. Uh, Pelicans fresh off a nice victory yesterday over the New York Knicks, which I had yesterday. It's my best bet in the NBA. But of course, you know, worrying about who's going to show up to this game because it is a back-to-back and the Pacers probably looking to settle in and get a dub out of it. You get the picture here. Memphis Grizzlies, Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves coming off a back-to-back, but still double-digit favorites over the Grizzlies who flat-out stink. And I believe the last time they played got hammered by the Nets. Dallas Mavericks, who lost in excruciating fashion yesterday on a three-point shot. By the way, I should have been able to talk about this longer, and maybe we'll save this for another day, but you saw the second longest buzzer-beating shot in NBA history, which was basically a half-court shot. You said, wait a second, how's that only the second longest here? Yeah, because the stoop one, one of the stupidest rules in sports is the timeout in the NBA that moves it from your own baseline to the other side of the court as if you're penalizing the other team who actually has the lead. It's one of the more ludicrous, stupid things we do in professional sports because we get robbed of unbelievable finishes that we see routinely in NCAA action where you get the basketball with three seconds left on your own baseline and you have to get a play inbounds and a heave and if it goes down it's always the number one story on the espn top 10 enough with that by the way let's get back to him by the way tonight lakers gonna beat the clippers people you heard it here first forget about the three and a half points lebron james anthony davis taking down the clippers who will be without paul george tonight give me the lake show tonight people a lot of good action tonight we're invested in let's hope for the best tomorrow we'll be back at it again for jp behind the wheels of steel it's your boy donnie right side see you tomorrow sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.